quite nice actually, just a bit of quiet. Hmm. I mean, in some podcast players, it'll probably skip through this bit, like it gets rid of the silences. <laughs> um, but for uh, everyone else. Well, it's... well how long it's... do we have to wait for this no dose to kick in? No, I'm, I'm feeling it. You're feeling it? Yeah, man. Wow, that's fast acting. I love it. That's exciting. Um, Modern technology. They can put anything in you and get it working straight away. That's what I've thought. Probably placebo effecting. Placebo effect? Yeah. Well, it's certainly working. Yeah. I'm feeling great. Yeah, do the intro. Do the in- Well, yeah. do you want to do the intro? No. Christmas present? No. You want me to do the intro? Yes. Welcome to Deep Ford, everybody. Oh my gosh, what an excitement. What, uh, what, what? <coughs> Michael. Yep. Like I feel like I've brought this up before. Lemongrass. I just, I asked for just a smidge of respect. And I feel like in this time, you actually specifically requested that I do the intro. So you set me up to fail. And I'm a little bit sick of it, to be honest. Well, I just don't respect you. How about, how, about, how about you do the intro? <clears throat> Welcome to Deep Ford, everyone. <laughs> this, this is... That's water for ducks back. Um, this is a... Uh, <laughs> a <laughs> Shut up. Have I'm going to go have a cigarette. Are you doing me? Do you? This is my new character. It's Michael Zarecki. Oh, it's not so easy. Suddenly the flow's stopped, hasn't it? Suddenly we're not even anywhere near the finishing of this introduction. Just... Grinds to a halt. <laughs> yeah. Go on. This is going to be a shit one. Um, <clears throat> welcome to the fort, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. This is a the podcast where we talk about uh, talk about love. We talk about life, death, and that all that tiny stuff in between. That is beautiful. Quantum, quantum physics, atoms. Uh, <clears throat> this voice that you're hearing now is Mikhail, and sitting across from me I through can't... the air is <laughs> 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 uh, my friend Nick Shadow. Say hi, Nick. Uh, hi, Nick. Hi. <clears throat> I can't believe you introduced yourself before you introduced the other person. That is so selfish. Well, you introduce me first. Always, exactly. Yeah, because I'm the best one. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. In retrospect, that's obvious. I think it would be... <clears throat> I'd be unequivocally everyone's least favourite person on this. <laughs> I think there's some equivocally <clears throat> there. I think there's no. plenty of Michael fans out there. No, because I just... You, no, just no, you don't write soul. I say stupid shit. Don't write yourself off. So guys, guys and girls, 21st century, send, oh, us, send us an email if you're a fan of Michael and we'll just sit back and we'll watch those emails pour in. We'll check well, in. Well, we won't because no, you, we'll check in. I don't get to see any of the emails. I gave you the password. No, you did it. I didn't actually. Because you you're a control freak. Control freak. I've, I don't even want to know. Well, I'm assuming that as we speak, Millions of emails are rocketing through cyberspace, espousing their love and support for you. So there's a pick me up. That that's that's better than a no dose, isn't it? The love and support of your father. <laughs> well, imagine if Dad wrote emailed in. Was that the end of that statement? <laughs> Just yeah, that would pass this on to Michael. <laughs> but it goes via me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it. Oh, by the way, yeah, your daddy mailed. He loves it. Yeah. Mailbag. <laughs> All righty. So, did you want to do a 27 retrospective? Did you want to do that? No. But you wanted to, and I'm happy to let you. No, you, whenever you agree with, with my thing, you do it with this, like, smile on your face. You're like, let's see how this goes. This is going to fail. Well, I'm happy to give <laughs> it a shot. You love setting me up for failure. I'm you, like you a straw man. You literally burped... In my face. Yeah. <clears throat> the worst thing I ever did to you. Do you remember that time I was smoking a cigarette? Uh-huh. And you were like, can you can you smoke away from me? And then I just blew it in your face. <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, I think I probably tried <clears throat> to forget it. but That was really That great. does sound like you. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And well, I'm glad that you remember. It was a shocking thing. To do. Yeah, well, because I remember feeling really bad for it. 
Yeah, I'll bet. Sorry. Well, hey, Michael, sorry. God, we're getting through all the hits before we've even started the show. We've done a mailbag segment. No emails from Michael's father. Now, a, uh, an apology letter. Gosh. We should get onto science news straight away. Well, we can do a um, we can do a short reflective. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a meditation. You know, <clears throat> I know you said we we reflect as we go, and we do. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's nice to kind of Bolt. reflect on the whole thing. Yeah. You know, things what we've learnt uh-huh. over the course of the year, things that have changed, things mm. that we thought were different. It was a very different year, I think, in <clears throat> terms of my general like engagement with the world at large. I think just the full political situation of America and Australia was much more ever present this year. So I found myself reading so much more like news coverage and politics coverage and that kind Mm. of stuff. And that was pretty exhausting. I don't know if you felt at any point like, oh, it would be nice not to have to think about this stuff. No, I never felt that. Really? No, it it was so much fun though. I know Trump's... You know, <clears throat> it's it's second hand for us. Yeah, it doesn't really feel like it. To, it affects your day to day to day life. Yeah, like it's just like in this theater up above in the clouds. Yeah, that's not really having an impact on me. It's just fun to talk about. Yeah, which we're lucky about. Like if we'd had an actual Trump in as prime minister or something like that, that would be a completely different story. I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah. But yeah, so that that's probably what stands out. To, this like this was the the first year of Trump. Yeah, and that's kind of the big. That was the thing which shaped everything this year. Yeah, it did. Um, but yeah, for me, I, like as much as I was interested in in all of that stuff, and there was a, a lot of Australian stuff going on as well, like all that citizenship stuff and everything dragged down for months. The Royal Commission um, results came out about the Catholic Church and mm-hmm. um, same sex marriage vote, all that kind of stuff. It was. A fairly eventful year in yeah, that respect. The same-sex marriage came around so quickly. Like, the whole thing just happened so quickly. Do you mean the... Like, in, in from the plebiscite beginning to end? Well, it seemed like it was, like, dragging on, you know, <clears throat> whether they were considering doing the plebiscite, and then they decided to do the plebiscite, and then people voted, and then as soon as that happened, it just seemed like it rocketed through. Yeah. After after the fact, it, it happened quite quickly. Yeah. I don't think it's like properly enabled until early next year, right? I think it's like mid-January that it like properly bureaucratically no. opened. No, I think it's... I know that they've already started it for some, but I think they were like rush orders. So oh. if like people were dying or like family was here oh, over right. Christmas and that kind of stuff, but then we're going back overseas or something like that, there were a few like... You, you get the, like a quick marriage you know yeah. done um but i think generally speaking it doesn't kick in as like a normal process for everyone till january okay but so that's still pretty still pretty fast from actually you know tick yes the australia wants it to being pre- like accepted and understood yeah so well that gives you what a couple of weeks to find yeah i mean i was hoping life. to be there day one but Unless I can find someone with brain cancer, it's gonna be hard. Mm, try and find someone that's got brain cancer and got a bit of bank. Yeah, actually, that would that's be a good jackpot. start. That's the jackpot. Yeah. Yeah. So, what about for you? Have you have you made any developments in terms of the stuff that you've been interested in or following or? Um, globally, it's <clears throat> I have. I've been more engaged with with the news and stuff, but I'm just trying to think of something like more something more personal because I think everyone's kind of in the same boat with hmm. um, politics at yeah, the moment. Politics and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of universal. Um, I I don't know. I I kind of felt like I almost wasted the year. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I feel like it. It felt like a way. Like I, if I think about it properly, it wasn't because it was just, you know, looking, um, looking for looking work. to make it. Yeah, looking to make it. Uh, um, the first kind of uh, steps into a career, um, and that that didn't happen. But if I'm being honest, like or fair, 
to myself, you know, I still applied for a, a number of things and, and learnt from, from, from those yeah. interviews and, um, it's hard to say it was a waste if you've been actively <clears throat> trying to do things, you know, yeah. like that, if it's a waste in the sense that you didn't get to where you wanted, it wasn't in yeah. your control to have done that. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I think, I think you're right to not disregard that. Um, but the, what, what about it's the, hard. It's hard when you don't have anything tangible to show for the for year. The though, that's, yeah. That's, no, I bet. Um, that's what it is. Hmm. Well, I had years like that as well. The 2013, 2014 were basically that, where I got to the end of it and I was like, oh, yeah. didn't really do anything, like nothing on the CV, nothing on the like progress towards career or anything. Yeah. I think everyone goes through those phases. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Um, What's the status of your various passions? Music, film, reading. Where, where are you? Where are your interests at the moment? Um, I have I have been giving I have been giving this a lot of thought as well recently. But, <clears throat> I mean, the things that I'm naturally—it's hard to find out what you're passionate about. I think possibly for some people, I think some people know automatically what they're passionate about. Yeah, I think I suppose it's different if they're um, changing or evolving. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm always going to be passionate about music, but I also don't have any um, ambition to to do anything with music. Like, yeah. I, I like <clears throat> I want to I want to start like making music mm. again, but um, it's not it's, it's like not, a it's career not, aspiration. No. no. It's just no, a, a hobby, a passion. Yeah, mm. um, I know. I've been writing again for a magazine. That's been that's been really nice. Oh, really? Which magazine? Milk Bar Mag. I don't know what that is. Is that music? Uh, it's. Uh, I've been reviewing gigs. There's some films that I've reviewed. This um, documentary lately called Big in Japan. It's about um, a couple of Melbourne lads uh, went. To Japan to try and become famous. Mm. So I viewed that. That was interesting. Cool. I started uh, doing restaurants. Oh, yeah. Soon. Is that um, is that kind of work paid for by the magazine? Uh, unpaid. Sure. But if you were to go to a restaurant, does that mean that you have to buy oh, all the milk? No. I mean... They would pay for that. Who would? The milk bar? Or, no, the, or the restaurant? Restaurant, I would say. Restaurant doesn't cover... Well, I don't know. Just so you know... Um, yeah, restaurants don't typically pay for, like, don't comp your meal. Um, I, I, well, I guess it de- if it depends, like, if they want a piece to be written up. Sure, yeah, that's different. But if it was, like, like well, the New York Times food critic buys all their meals. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but it's, I, you are okay, well, I think, yeah, you'd necessarily go there and, and give, like, a, they're not looking for a, in-depth like a review of the food sure. I don't think okay. it's more of a kind of well <clears throat> I had a problem where I went and saw this band uh-huh. and um, they were a local band and they were good but like I don't know they weren't really that good to be honest but <laughs> um, and yeah I got told to um, make it a bit more positive than I did oh yeah yeah by your editors by the editors yeah I had that when I was writing for Rip It Up. I had that a few times. I think I gave, I gave a, a show that I saw like one star, mm. and uh, they boosted it up to possibly even three. Wow! And left the words right, so the yeah. words totally did not match the yeah the, the sentiment of the numbers. Wow. Yeah. Um. What what were your um. Did you? What were your disappointments, and what were your um, whatever the opposite of disappointment is for two thousand appointments? <laughs> Appointment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had um, a dentist in March. <laughs> <laughs> uh, disappointments. Uh, I suppose career-wise, um, I got this like promotion this year up to associate producer, which was good. Um, but 
as a result of that I was not getting to do as much of the actual writing stuff that I was ultimately interested in so there's a lot more administrative and um, setting up shoots and that kind of stuff than writing in the way that last year I'd been able to do that comedy sketch and everything um, that didn't really happen this year so I was often doing rather boring or menial tasks to set stuff up which is not to say it wasn't like often fun and that kind of stuff as well it was just less creatively satisfying yeah so that was a bit disappointing um but i mean that was part of the reason that i changed my direction a little bit going into next year so hopefully that will that will offer me some opportunities next year Mm -hmm. um can you think of i think we probably did something like this last year yeah i think we probably would have been in the same we probably would have been here as well we would have been in the same room because well over yeah um, can you think of like what what you wanted when you're looking into 2017 what mm. you what you wanted and how it matched up with your um, hopes for for that year I don't remember specifically I'm not a huge like New Year's resolution person I don't know if you're a New Year's re- resolution person but my t- general perspective on those kind of things is don't wait for a special day of the year to to choose like a a purpose or a path or something if it's important to you you should be able to start it and do it at any time yeah you know well yeah it's arbitrary yeah it's totally arbitrary so i don't tend to ascribe much weight to like like i don't tend to remember the things that i was you know trying to pursue or something a year ago yeah because I either did or I didn't do it, you know? Okay. Um, I think in this past year, I tried to get out there a bit more, like in a romance department, Mm -hmm. which I think I was half successful at. I went on more dates and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, But, you know, no long-term relationship. So I suppose that's a disappointment at some level. Yeah. But... um, at the same time, I was, I was happier that I had, you know, been more proactive at that. Maybe you're just not relationship material. <laughs> that's possibly it. Yeah. yeah, though that's not what your girlfriend thinks. <laughs> just be careful. Yeah, I'm that was a surprise to me, to be honest. What's that? Well, I've never heard anyone describe you as hot. No offense. That is offensive. No, but I always, you know, you're a handsome dude. I never heard someone describe you as hot. Well, you're not speaking to the right people, evidently. <laughs> well, who do you want me to speak to? <laughs> Your like mum. All, all of my Tinder swipes. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I forgot to uh, yeah. consult them. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, she she was like, Nick's hot, by the way. Well, thank you, Emma. Um, it would be so weird... Yeah, I, I, I find that... Um, I, I like to think that uh, everyone is hot to someone. Don't you think? You have to be pretty cruel to think that, like, there is someone who is not attractive to anyone. I mean, it's not nice to think about that, but it's probably true for a whole bunch of people. No, but I think if you're... If you're, okay, if you're trying to be objective on a sliding scale of what society deems attractive uh-huh. and then there's this kind of idea of you know punching above your weight or below your weight like people naturally sort of find yeah people of the same kind of attractiveness level yeah you know models going out with models you know and all the way down uh-huh. well then at some point if there's someone who's quote unquote unattractive then surely there are other people at that level for whom that's like an attainable desirable person right yeah but if you look think so they're hot to them or do you think hot is objective as well to a degree right based on yeah. society's expectations mm. um no I'm, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people at the bottom <laughs> that it's sad thought that no one ever that's no, no one's ever walked past them and thought they were attractive I don't know I guess I'm an optimist. I guess I like to think everyone. What about does children it for that die early? 
I'm not going to say they that never, they're hot children. No, 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 I'm not saying that, but no one ever... Well, yeah, yeah they but they're not... That. Okay, <laughs> let's not go there. Um, what about you? Um, what are your disappointments? For, well, I suppose job stuff. <laughs> the whole thing? Um, no, you... Well, okay, yeah. what, are your, what are you happy about? Yeah, let's focus on that. Um, well, I met... I met uh, some made some friends this year made some yeah really I remember you saying friends. that close friends yeah I said that yeah I did say that earlier. I just mean on a different podcast you talked about that yeah I did yeah um, so yeah that, I mean that's been it that's been, that's been a nice thing yeah um, I've, I have learnt a lot I have put myself like from the start of the year um, to now I did <clears throat> I did learn to put myself out there in terms of um Trying, trying to achieve things like going for jobs and not not caring so much about whether rejection, mm. um, and going for going through interviews, yeah, um, becoming a bit more confident with those, yeah. Um, so that so that's been that's been good. Um, <clears throat> still, uh, yeah, I think going into two thousand eighteen, I just I'm just uh, really need to try and crack away to to earn some money so yeah. I'm not like living paycheck to paycheck or under yeah. that um, so I think there's enough like determination to do that mm. now yeah because it's necessary um, somewhat related not entirely but do you have do you have like any truisms or mottos or like belief systems yeah. like is there anything that you kind of yeah is there any sort of sum up, summary for your perspective on on life at the moment do, do you kind of know what I'm getting at do, are there any well I um, well I do really believe in uh, fake it till you make it okay um, <clears throat> as corny or whatever yeah well, that's what it is it true yeah but, um, yeah, I do. <clears throat> yeah, the idea that uh, you you have the ability to learn and achieve at anything, as long as you yeah. get that foot in the door, get yeah. the opportunity, you'll be able to prove it. Yeah, go for it first, and then work out how, how the hell you there. do it. Yeah, because otherwise you'll just spend your whole time not going for things and worrying. Yeah, about whether or not you're. Good enough. You're good enough. Yeah. Well, I think that's a nice. I don't know what you call it. Motto, ethos. And you? Um. It's interesting. I think it'll always be true, but I I am a big proponent in be yourself and live your life. So don't like there are many, many points, you know, going through uni and, and after school and everything when I could have lent into either the pressures or suggestions or, you know, life goals of other people. And I've found, I've been able to find a direction, at least for now, like a a goal and a life based on what I wanted to do um, rather than on what others told me the right idea was. I and, did, what, what, like you Well, I mean, I mean, I could have, I could have gone into law, right? Like, so I studied law. I did law because my dad kind of suggested it and I'd got good enough marks to get into it. So I kind of just did it. Yeah. But it wasn't, but it wasn't a passion. And then when it came to the end of law, I could go and like sit for the bar or I could do something that I was more passionate about. And I chose the writing side of things, the media side of things. Yeah. And so there's that side of it. But also, I mean, tied into the, like underneath that sits be yourself. Yeah, yeah. And particularly in the work environment that I've been able to be in. Like I, I caught up with my school friends yesterday who are awesome, um, but they're in much more conventional jobs. A couple of accountants, um, scientists, teacher. Um, doctor, that kind of stuff. 
and they would talk like we talked and it was interesting um like i was curious about it all but about like dress codes and that kind of stuff in the office how like one guy has to be wearing a jacket when he comes in and out of the building like that's the image that the company wants its employees to put off is that they're in a full suit jacket when they come in and out and you know they're talking about whether or not guys can wear piercings and um in the office or like if they have tattoos they won't be hired and and like all of this kind of stuff because for an accountant the image to a client that they want to put forward is one of like responsibility and that yeah. kind of thing um and like that's that's so foreign to me because i've been working in a creative yeah, yeah. environment where uh, like like some like someone asked oh do you ever wear shorts and they said oh we're allowed to wear shorts if it's over 40 degrees in the office um and i'm like i wear shorts like 80 percent of the year yeah, too much um too much and when i'm wearing them it's showing too much yeah um but like it's so it's like just anathema to me like the yeah. idea that you can't actually just be comfortable at work <laughs> right so and, I, quite, I quite like the idea of of wearing a suit to work and... yeah but that might be the yeah, that, that's the aspirational side of it yeah, I think true. the practicality of it was would be very tiresome very quickly yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah like that idea of like being in an environment where anyone can wear what they want um, we have like a gender fluid person in the office who sometimes comes in and a dress and some come, sometimes come in like as a, dressed in jeans as a guy yeah. and like not even like bats and eyelid yeah. um, and like just trying to think of like the 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 corporate culture which would prevent that kind of behavior um just makes me so grateful that i can actually be in an environment where you're allowed to dress the way you want be yourself be weird and and funny and pitch crazy ideas and um like just be amongst like-minded people yeah and like if i'd gone into a, a different direction if i'd you know been a lawyer I don't think I would have been able to have been myself in that same way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that's always underpinning everything that I choose as well. Mm. <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's being, quite a, yeah. a brave thing to do. Kind of. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I suppose it's a luxury. Well, it must have, well, it's obviously reinforced your your decision to do that and to follow your own path after seeing your well so were you saying that your your school friends who were in in those uh, kind of jobs they were less satisfied or no not at all no I don't think you that, are you just saying I you couldn't you you realised that you couldn't be in that yeah that kind of I, I, w- I just realised how lucky I was that oh, I didn't right. have to okay. worry about that stuff right, right? Yeah. And, and I'm like they were um I don't want to say complaining, but they were noting that like, even like the standards amongst the sexes were different. So women could um, had a, a, a lesser formal standard of clothing than men did. Men still had to be in suit and tie and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. women could be in you know skirts of any length and you know tops of any kind of revealing nature and that kind of stuff. And it, like no, seriously, like because then they're, they're talking about how like the bosses were unsure how to tell someone that they needed to wear pants to work because they're wearing like one of those sort of dresses that was kind of basically a long t-shirt that, yeah. that rode too high. Yeah. Um, and the whole like HR situation about how do you tell someone to like dress more appropriately, but they're two like men bosses and she's like a young woman and like all this kind of like dynamic stuff, which is just so alien to me. Yeah. Do you have a goal for um, next year? Do you have a personal goal for next year outside of career? Okay, um, I want to be I want to be more um, proactive. Is that what you meant? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about personality. Yeah, or some kind of um, yeah behavioral would, change. So okay. that that that's right. That's yeah, I would just like to I would like to um, to really throw myself into things that I and not do them half heartedly. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's something that you had been doing? Mm-hmm. Like, in what way? Um, well, I mean, there's there are a couple of things that I that I wanted to to try, and I thought that 
you know, if I if I go back, you know, five years, I would have um, I would have done those things like well, um, you know, studying, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or you know, try to try to at least be involved in that area. Um. So yeah, I think I would just like to, uh, I would like to throw be, have the ability to throw myself into something and, and get good at it right or at least immerse myself in hmm. the things that I want to do rather than just say oh I'm like kind of interested in this and I want I'm thinking about maybe yeah I'm sick of sick of that yeah. kind of talk well I remember like one of my memories of you you know five years ago sort of Wallace era or, or around then was always like specifically in music, but I'm, I don't think it's necessarily the case. But when when you were doing that broker stuff, you would do it for fucking hours on end. Like mm-hmm. that would be every time I'd come around to your place, it'd be like, oh yeah, I've been working on this new thing. Oh yeah, I've got this new track. Oh yeah, I've got that sort of thing. Yeah. So like, I, I think you definitely had that kind of OCD personality where you could actually just deep dive into something. I don't think that was o- OCD. No, like, OCD think... is not the wrong, not the right word. But you know, just like you could put that focus. It's funny because if you, yeah, I mean I don't I didn't even think of it as <clears throat> it was just something that I I wanted to do, but I didn't even think of it as like a time-consuming thing. Yeah, it was just something. That, it was a passion that just happened. Yeah, yeah. But I think that that some would argue that that needed moderation anyway, and possibly you've become more well-rounded for being able to moderate yourself in that way. Well, how is it moderated when I just stopped doing it? Well, I'm just talking more generally as a personality type rather than a specific music application. I think I think you've become better at moderating yourself in any context. Can you give me an example? Because I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, like self-control. So, you know, I don't know. Not... not drinking as much or not you know have you seen evidence of that no i'm tr- i'm just fumbling to think of ideas at the moment but i think i think there was a period when you were very like like i don't know self-absorbed is the wrong word but like you were able to like get in your own head for a long time and it, you wouldn't like emerge to think of other people and then that's I think that's definitely changed in the past few years and you're much more aware of other people and of like your broader actions and you know you're nicer to people in person I'm not like I'm not just talking about like social interactions I'm talking about activities as well but like I think that you have changed in that in that way yeah and that it's it's probably not wrong to now I want to go back and, and find a way to bring that passion and direction back a little bit. Yeah. It's hard to juggle um, your passion and your and you know sorting your sorting your life out. Yeah. You know? Well, totally. Yeah. You've done a pretty good job of that. Yeah, but I haven't been able to do much of my actual passion, you know, this year in terms of writing. So it has been more, more job stuff than it has script writing or anything like that. Yeah. So now I'm flip flopping the other way, and it'll be. Well, you're in a position where you can, <clears throat> you can do that. I mean, you've got you've got experience now behind you. Mm. Um, you've got your resume must be looking pretty pretty schmick. I should probably update it, but um, yeah, I've I've got still a few <laughs> manager at Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I still have Deb as a reference. Um, Do you? Yeah. Who? I mean, I haven't applied for jobs since I left Wallace, so it's not uh, it's not a huge surprise. But, um, but yeah, next year, like, I would like to, like, everyone always says, if you want to be a writer, you need to write every day. And next year, I'd like to actually put in a good attempt at trying to do consistent creative output like that. Yeah. We'll see. Well, are you happy with... <clears throat> do you like yourself? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, yeah. That's good. No, did I did. you ever not like yourself? Uh, no, I didn't ever not like myself. But I think I was worried about whether others liked me. And I'm less worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have more self-confidence these days, for yeah. sure. I can think, from when we... How long have we known each other? Ten? Ten years. Ten and a half years. Jesus. Yeah. Um, it's done a while. Uh, because we weren't really friends at the start, were we? No. Because I gave you those stale chocolates. Yeah. Never no, recovered. No, never recovered. Stale alcoholic oh. chocolates. My mum... Oh, man. I'll get to My mum made, made this... Uh, chicken curry for uh, for Christmas uh-huh. so because my, my my grandma's quite traditional um, no one else in the family apart from you know, maybe dad and stuff are that religious but no one no one really goes to church or anything yeah <clears throat> so we do like no, she doesn't like any meat on the Friday but on the Saturday Saturday oh no on the, what the fuck am I talking about on Christmas Eve yeah <laughs> you no meat and then on Christmas Day so mum made a a chicken curry and we've got my girlfriend and Ben and his girlfriend staying with mum and dad at the moment so mum <laughs> made this chicken curry and so she cooked it and then froze it because she didn't want to have to deal with it and then so on Christmas Day took it out of the, like defrosted it and heated it up again mm. and then it's just like I was gonna Emma's a vegetarian and I was like I'm gonna go out and get some stuff I'm gonna make a vegetarian lasagna so that she just like some proper thing to eat because I forgot to tell the family that Emma's a vegetarian and so on Christmas day she basically only had potatoes to eat (laughs) and they were leftover potatoes yeah and they were cooked in pork fat probably Um, so I was like I'm gonna go out and get some and I was like Michael don't do that we've got all this chicken I was like, Mum, you've already heat, reheated it once. You can't reheat Keep it. Keep reheating. You can't reheat it twice. That's how people get sick. And she's like, oh, Michael, stop being so fussy. I was like, what are you talking about being fussy? And she's like, she's ba- she was basically implying yeah. that, and I could hear it in her voice. Yeah. Oh, Oh, so Michael moved to Melbourne. Now you, <laughs> now you come back and you're too fancy for you won't poisonous eat. chicken. You won't eat your double microwave chicken. Yeah. She was like, you'll be fine. And I was like, Mum, you cannot do that. And then she was like, oh, fine. And I like, kind of got on her case a bit, got got Google out. Yeah. So this is like very unhealthy, like very, very yeah, dangerous. Very risky. And then she said, oh, well, your father will eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and dad has been eating it. Wow. Yeah. By has been eating it, I assume that means didn't just finish it off that time. Like, there's been additional third and fourth microwaves since. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that he's at least bought, you're giving himself individual serves. Okay, hopefully. It's but, a risk. I've been, I've been a bit on my parents' case this um, holidays as well. They're so, so terrible at, like, recycling. Like, yeah. it just... Well, actually, that's not fair. Mum's pretty good at it. Dad is terrible at it. Um, but he, he just, like... He kind of feels like he just gives it a crack. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he's just yeah. like... He, there's, the, there's the tub of the recyclables. Yeah. And he'll have a look at, you know, what he's holding. And it just kind of, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just pops it in. Yeah. And then, like, I walk past and there's, like, a full, like, cabbage head in there. I'm like, Dad, that's not recyclable. <laughs> and... Then he's like, oh, oh, okay, okay. And then, like, next time I go past, and there's just, like, you know, some large polystyrene container in there. I'm just like, damn, polystyrene is not recyclable. Uh, but I feel like I'm really on their case because they're also, now, they're getting very wasteful. They're getting very, like, put on the dishwasher if there's, like, four and a half cups in it. And I'm just like, just wait, just wait one more meal. I promise it'll fit. Yeah. And then you can get it going. But... I, like I don't want to be such a nag yeah. but I feel like they've lost it just giving up just giving up Mum, mum's semi-retired now she's down three days a week and how did she go with the PDS? <laughs> I'd never asked I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that she knows that you asked and I'll let you know it's a euphemism for those playing at home yeah um, pretty dumb dads to fuck 
Oh, that's way better. <laughs> um, the uh, oh god, you just threw me there. Um, god, what was it talking about? I don't know. Can I pause? Yeah. Go back and listen to what we're saying and then pick up my conversation. Yeah, I think that's it. the first time we've ever done that. Yeah. But I might just believe that. I might I'd just do a little bit of time travel. Okay. okay. Everyone. Put your put your helmets on, guys, because we're taking this place where we don't need roads. Eighty eight miles. Back to the future. We're back! Whoa. I remember, I'm back from the future. No, that's not, I haven't seen the movie. Hope you um, didn't change anything while you're there, yeah. Nick. Oh my gosh, you're evaporating. I forget how that movie works. Oh. I, you're a ghost. I have a, a normal sized nose now. What did you do? <laughs> I went back and I punched your mum in the face. No! Oh. <laughs> that do anything. It just made me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, uh, my mum is now semi-retired, and she's uh, down to, like, three days a week next year. And she uh, she's had, like, four days off since, like... She had the Friday afternoon off before Christmas. And so it's now, like, four days that she's had of straight holidays. Mm-hmm. And about a day and a half ago, she started wandering around being like, oh, I'm just so bored. I got... I don't know what to do. I'm bored. And I'm like, Mum, you've retired. Yeah. You've got, like, years ahead of you now. You're going to have to find something Pace to fill this boredom. time. Pace the boredom. You're yeah. four days in. you kind of done everything. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. So she's knitting now, I think. Ugh. It'll be sweet. I'll get a Christmas sweater for next year. <laughs> um, shall we do the old uh, segment? Uh, I feel like... There's plenty of potential here. We've been talking about 2017, talking a little bit about 2018, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing to speculate about what the next year might hold. Why do that when we could actually just get the answers? True. And I think the best way to do that is by consulting my keys horoscopes, my keys horoscopes, horoscopes! Oh, that was a good one. Thank you. Um, so I, I'll just give you a minute if you need to go put that um, the hood on. I just need to rub my temples clockwise three times. You've actually got a little bit of, like, just some dirt there. Uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) I went to a music festival a couple of weeks ago. I had glitter on my face for, like, no joking, like two weeks. (laughs) Yeah, it is. People kept coming up to me at work, and customers would be like, did you go to to Meredith? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, like, glitter on your face. (laughs) It must have been in your hair and like it had just slowly like yeah. trickled down one like piece at a time. Or like deep in my skin. I think that's less likely, but any either way you could go. You're not a scientist. Um, you don't know. So, you know, normally uh, we cover three big categories when mm-hmm. we consult the horoscope. <coughs> um, there's a question of like economic prosperity, mm-hmm. you know, um, like how will people be able to um, invest? What sort of, uh, you know, financial decisions do they have? Finance, Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Um, then there's the kind of you got the work side of life, you got the life side of life. Oh yeah. What's who's that special someone coming up? You know who who out there are you going to connect with best in this 2018 year? Romance. And then it's only Cupid. It's only Cupid. And then, of course, the most important one. I looked outside, and there are just lots of things crawling over I the was place. Say. There's just everywhere. Oh, it's shit, a warm day, way. but just everything is covered. In ants, um, so that that's the, I guess we'd better work out what to do with that. Yeah. But should we start with finance? All right, hold on. Twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. So he's, he has sunk back into his seat. Um, his short footy shorts are riding up in a perilous fashion. Um, oh, sunglasses on, blocking out UV rays, polarized lenses. What was the first one? <laughs> finance. Finance. 2018 finance. Wait, what star sign is this, Nick? I just said we're not doing star signs. We're doing the year as a whole. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I was just doing a blanket thing. Do I need to back to the future this again? Should we just record over this entire bit? Change the change our past. Do you want 
No, I'll leave it in. But l- let it, let us let us know if you'd prefer us to rewrite history. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> for people born between January first and December thirty first, I'm doing everyone. Okay. Okay. But if you're no outside of those dates, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Wait for next year. Missed out. Um. People in the leap year. No, but the leap year is February. It's still yeah. in. It's still in the middle of February. But they miss out because sometimes they don't have that day. Yeah, but if you said everyone between January 1st and December 31st, that counts the leap day. Yes, but what if the leap day gets wiped out? I don't Uh, feel like you know how this works, but anyhow, yes, continue. Finance. Don't be stingy with your money this year and next year. Uh Uh-huh. Because the early bird catches the worm Mm -hmm. and... The worm, mm-hmm. in this case, mm-hmm. are people. Mm-hmm. Who, who's the bird in this case? The bird is people on Boxing Day at the sales. Okay. So spend your money so that you beat the people who are also You buy people. cheap, you buy twice, Nick. Measure once, cut twice, buy twice, Boxing Day sales, spend money, don't be stingy. Yep. Okay. Get I see it. how that works. Measure once, cut twice, spend much, twice, twice. Spend a boxing day, yeah, and there's your riddle. I get it. Okay, feel me. I'll, I'll keep that in mind it's as we move me. into romance. Now, obviously, um, for some people, this is this is a favorite. Mm. This is the one they're really looking for. Yeah, well, it's a big part of life, Nick. No, not for you. You can't. You can't. I beat myself. I beat you to that. It's funny if I. Yeah, but I'm just saying, everyone. <laughs> well, you'll be able to hear that. I said it first. <laughs> so yeah, you totally lost cred by saying that then. Romance. You buy cheap, you buy twice. Okay. You know, so don't. If you're going to pay for it, mm-hmm. you know. Get two people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know I think that's. Is? I think that's a good you measure once. You know, yeah. when you're putting your details onto Tinder, then uh, you order two people. Uh, spend your money wisely. Feel free to, you know, get 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 with the get jiggy. Take a leaf out of Nick's book and throw yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Throw yourself, put yourself out there. Throw yourself, throw out, yourself window. out there. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a new year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the third? Oh, that's right. Ants. Ants. Wow. I've I've been. I look. I I love this segment. I love hearing about finance. Uh-huh. I love hearing about romance. Yeah. Let's put that aside for a second, mm-hmm. because the one that I'm always really just itching to get to is ants. One of the reasons that I am so itchy is because I'm covered in fucking ants. They are everywhere, Michael. I don't know if you've known this. I have ants are fucking everywhere, yeah. and they are just they're getting closer and closer to me. Sometimes I go to bed, Isn't right? That, Shake out the sheets. Isn't that nothing there? Nothing. Nothing. And I think okay, weird. Maybe this is going to be a good night after all. Yeah. Get into bed. Covered with ants. Co- no? no, no ants. Sorry. Sorry, no ants. No ants. Yeah. Okay. Get into bed. No ants. Yeah. Lay my head down on the pillow. Isn't it? Do you know what I feel? Ants. Nothing. Completely <laughs> clean. No ants. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then what happens? You see an ant sleeping next to you. No. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> an ant with no clothes on. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I, I put my <laughs> I put my head down. A new Nothing man. there. Nothing. Like, you know what happens? What? Go to sleep? Eight ant. Dream about ants. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> am I ever going to get this? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, so, have a nice night. Yeah. You know, no, don't dream about anything. Like, like no more, more eggs and more legs than normal. Okay. <laughs> right? Just the normal dreams. Yeah. But you know what happens? Um, no. There's an ant in there in the morning. <laughs> Do what? It's just naked. If we're just staring at you. Just like, so I wake up right in front of me, look in my eyes you're on make, the pillow. Making eye contact. Yeah. And it's like, it's doing this. Is it just a normal size ant? It's doing this. It's not like a human size <laughs> No, but it's just like raising its eyebrows at me. Just a bit like, and Ooh. can I just tell you? <laughs> Sorry. Unsettling. Sorry, I'm here. Yeah. Unsettling. Well, ants are fucking creepy. Ants are creepy. So I guess it's just, I suppose because this part is so personal. Mm. I'm just hoping that you can give me a little bit of advice for 2018, how I deal with this. Because I don't want to be rude either. I don't want to be like, 
okay, we've done our business, you know, yeah. get out. It's like, okay, maybe we have breakfast. I get you. But what's the best way going forward? Uh, I think the only... I'm not, I'm sorry, I don't think. I know. Yeah. I'm being told uh-huh. that the the only way to deal with that, the only solution to that, mm-hmm. is... Genocide. To stay. What? Is to stay... To stay. The fuck away from ants... Just so what you're saying is stay the fuck away stay the fuck away from ants. Fuck away from ants. Don't fuck with ants. Don't fuck with them. Don't fuck with ants. Stay the fuck away from ants. Stay the fuck away because they suck. <sighs> you know that makes a lot of sense. They stay suck. the fuck away from ants. Yeah. Okay. It's the only way to fly. What if what if we're talking flying ants? Are they actual ants as well? Oh yeah. <sighs> oh yeah. See. Do, do the normal ants mate with the flying ants? That is a really interesting question. That's like, do wolves mate with dogs? Well, I'm sure they could. Oh, but they are, are they attracted to them? Yeah, that's the thing. Are they objectively it, attracted? Is it like looking... Or do they... Do, do wolves sit there thinking, I wonder if humans fuck chimps? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> righty. Well, we should probably... If you like this kind of nonsense, deepfort.pubbing.com. If you didn't, well, that's okay. Deepfort.pubbing.com. There's much better episodes out there. Facebook.com forward slash deepfort. Twitter.com forward slash deepfort. gmail.com. Send us questions and um, affirmations of love to Michael. Oh, yeah. What do we say? Oh, also, send us those... Um, yeah, your gift card. The riddle ideas. Oh, yeah, yeah, greeting card ideas. Because I will do that. Yeah. Michael, I promise I will do that. Michael has so much time on his hand. Have you ever sent a message to Facebook Messenger? He will answer in seconds. I, you, think that I'm, you think that I'm overselling this. Yeah. He has got nothing on. Yeah. I'm he, active 24-7. He will pounce. Yeah. Uh, so get get those communications in. If you want a handwritten greeting card, if you've got a um, a bar mitzvah coming up and you just don't know what to say to that little mensch before he gets to the old schnip, then uh, please get in touch. Yeah, um, yeah. Send the uh, what was it? It's, it's a a gift card if you've got like a birthday or a bar mitzvah or a um, christening. Um, send me that. Send me the name. I'll do a little riddle and I'll email it back to you and you can use it. Mm-hmm. It'll get, it'll only cost $20. 20 bucks. Have a good 2018, Michael. You too, come here. It's going to be so sweaty. I, know, I wish you were so wearing weird. pants. <laughs> mm. uh, and a uh, merry new year to everyone. I've stopped recording. I've, I've stopped. I've stopped recording. Errs. <laughs>